Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, welcome to Finish Well Podcast. We are so excited that you're with us today, and we just want to say from Powerline Productions, Laura and I, our families, we hope that you are surviving and thriving this coronavirus lockdown, and as you can guess, our show is going to be about that today. We have just been having adventures. Laura is busy making masks, and I am taking about 17 walks a day. Just kidding. (laughs) But I'm telling you, if I see a person, I'm like, hello, 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 and I can tell, like, that as an extrovert, this is super hard for me. But I was thinking about that. And I was thinking that, wow, we are living in such a unique time in history. I know I keep hearing the president say, we've never gone through something like this before. Our governor says the same thing. We're trying to figure out what the best thing is to do. But the truth is, we've never done this before. So I just think It is interesting. God talks about that. He talks about leading us on a way that we've never been before. He talks about that in Isaiah, and that's definitely coming true in our generation. But what does that mean for us as homeschool moms? We are in a unique time in history. Do you realize you'll probably sit down with your grandchildren and tell them all about this, and your children will sit down with their grandchildren and tell them all about this period in history. What was it like being stuck in your house? Well, let me tell you, we binge watched TV and we didn't take showers. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Hopefully that's not what you'll tell them. But as homeschool moms, we have this unique opportunity to have an out-of-the-box learning experience. And I have nine creative things that you can do to make this a learning adventure instead of just a boring lockdown where you just watch too many movies, okay? (laughs) So we are going to get started. The first idea that I had was, and I'm not saying I have these ideas uniquely. I'm sure other people have them too. But the first one is make a time capsule. That's right. Create a time capsule with a whole family. You can bury it in the backyard or you could tuck it away in a hidden place and you agree to open it in a certain number of years. Now, I got this idea when I was watching my daughter and son-in-law. They reenacted the Easter story and they wrapped a lamb up and they put the lamb in a grave. And then they said, now we can't, we can't look at it until Easter morning. And then of course on Easter morning, and of course they videotaped all this because we can't see them, you know, and it's so horrible. And they're uncovering the grave and, and there's the lamb. And so it was so neat because A tomb, of course, was empty, but I thought, you know, you don't have to bury a time capsule in the backyard. You could bury a time capsule in a place in your house that just as long as you won't be tempted to open it early, but you won't forget it's there. And so everybody in the family would have to know when you're going to do it. Okay, so enough of that. What would you put in the time capsule? Well, a lot. You could put photos. I, I love photos. And you could 
just print them out on your computer or you could get them developed or you can buy photo paper and develop them. But photos of your family, of pets, of things you did during the lockdown, of going to the grocery store, of wearing your masks, of walking down the street, the streets that are so empty before, you know, we reopen the economy. It would be great to get out there and start taking photos. A journal of this time, you could keep a journal and you could tuck the journal in. Clippings from newspapers or magazines or photos, you know, you can screenshot the news or something like that. Artwork created by family members or recordings, you know, you could tape each other sharing how you feel or pretending to be a famous person talking about the coronavirus. Everyone in the family could write a letter to their future self. And of course, you have to put in a mask, a pair of gloves, and a CDC poster. <laughs> but also, you could put in a toy, a DVD that maybe you watch seven times, and you kind of need a break from it for 10 or 20 years. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, clothing. All of that can go in the time capsule. And so that's creative idea number one. Creative idea number two is to keep a journal. Now, I mentioned putting a journal in the time capsule, but let's talk about a journal. You could keep a journal throughout this whole pandemic. And you don't have to write every day, but just write about things that are happening in your home or things that are happening around the world. And you might even want to go back. You can, so many of the news stations have a coronavirus page. The CDC has a big page, John Hopkins. Those are places I go to the most. And you can go back in time. You know, you can Google January 2020 coronavirus and just see what things were being said and you can write those down in your journal so you can backtrack if you're just starting now but journaling would be a good thing I kept saying that you know in March beginning of March everybody should be journaling did I journal no of course not but it would be good if you guys did (laughs) next news reporting you can become a news reporter and your family can be the news team. So this is how it works. We've done news shows before. You need like a table and some kind of backdrop that's plain looking. And then you have the chairs lined up and people sit there. Of course, they have to look beautiful, have their makeup on, not the men, but the women. And then you can have spots like someone can be out interviewing something else or someone can just read a news story out loud and so you have got the anchors and the news reporters and then your family if you have a big enough family you can have a whole news team and reporters and you can have people acting out as famous people so you could interview like Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke from the coronavirus team, you could interview some governors, you could interview President Trump, you could interview the WHO director who's in disgrace right now, and you can just interview all those different people and make your own little news show. And that would be hilarious, especially if you videotape it. You have to videotape it to put that on a DVD or a flash drive and put it into the time capsule. Or just, you know, I would put a copy in the time capsule and then save it because you're going to want to watch it over and over. The kids are going to love it. And they're when the, the lockdown's lifted, they're going to want to show all their friends. That's a really, really fun idea. Um, the next thing, of course, is what do all good mom do when something major is going on in life or they're traveling to an exciting place, 
That's right. They create a unit study, and there's so much on COVID-19 that you could cover. And I'm just going to give you some examples. These are all in the show notes. And by the way, this is episode number 111. Can you believe we've done 111 episodes of Finish Well? I just can't believe it. In the show notes, I have a list right under unit studies of different ideas and example. So I always like to start with the Bible, and you could start with passages on God's protection and healing, like Psalm 91 or Psalm 103. And you could talk about how churches were streaming services. And what was that like for your family? It's kind of weird for our family because Mike is the pastor. I'm the worship leader. And my daughters, a lot of my daughters sing on the worship team. So I'm still going to practice and to church and yet the church is empty. And talk about weird. That is super weird to be leading worship. And all there is is this little phone about, you know, 20 yards away from me. It's kind of funny. But what was it like for your family? I know my son-in-law and daughter, they realized that to really make it work, they had to get up, get dressed, and really go to church, even though I was in the living room, just to get everybody focused on the idea, because it is kind of different. Anyway, so that is faith. What about people who have great needs, benevolence, national days of fasting and prayer? All of that can be studied in a unit study under faith. Then there's anatomy and health, and that's so easy. The respiratory system, pneumonia, how the viruses work, nutrition, healthy habits, the vaccine, hand washing, germs, all that kind of stuff. And I was also thinking a big thing that keeps being mentioned in the news is ventilators. And so that's that's a machine and boys love to study about machines and how they work. And it is interesting if anyone listening has found something about how ventilators work for children or how they're made or something like that. I have been looking and I can't find anything that I could show my grandchildren or show the kids in our homeschool co-op that's simple about how a ventilator works. So if you run across anything, just message me. You can just message me on the show or you can message me on our website, powerlineprod.com. Anyway, I would love to know because I, I would love to see that. Next, business and money. This is a biggie. Businesses that are stepping up. I mean, There's a lot of CEOs that are donating this year's salary to helping victims of COVID-19. You know, my friend Marla works for Universal, and a lot of their top executives are donating half of their salary to keep paying all the employees that are being laid off. I think it's super cool. But you also have businesses that are shutting down. And it would be interesting to study like some businesses that are still going and making a lot of money like Amazon and Walmart and Publix are making a ton of money right now, as well as the phone and the internet companies like Verizon and Google, Microsoft, they're all making tons of money. But why, why are they making money? And then what about the businesses that are having to shut down? Why are they having to shut down and why are they not making money? Then, of course, from business, you can talk about the economy, the stock market, what a drop the stock market has taken, and then unemployment 
and the stimulus package. And is the stimulus package socialist? I mean, you can examine that. Like, what do you guys think? Is it right? Is it not right? That's just such an interesting, interesting topic to look at. And then the government. What are state and local leaders and agencies doing to fight COVID-19? How are they protecting your constitutional rights? What about the CDC and the FDA? And of course, then you have the coronavirus task force too. How about careers? What careers are deemed essential? And look into what do those people make? What is their education and training? Of course, geography is such a big thing. You know, there's world maps everywhere, U.S. maps everywhere. And what are countries and states experience? What is every country's unique experience? Maybe pick five or what are maybe five different states unique experience with COVID-19? I have to laugh because what did they call Wyoming? Champions at social distancing for the past, you know, 100 years. But it's very interesting the way different governors handle situations like our state is Florida and we have about the same roughly about the same number of people afflicted by COVID-19 as California and roughly it's kind of like we have some really bad areas and then areas that aren't really so hard hit and yet our governors are so different handling it very differently so our governor is choosing to use South Korea as an example. He really likes how they handled it and they did a lot of testing and so he's doing a lot of testing and right now he's tested one in 99 people in Florida have been tested. That's a lot of people. And so he wants to keep testing. And that's how he wants to, you know, see, okay, what's going on. He's very into looking at the data and then making choices on the data. And so just very interesting. Art. What about making COVID-19 posters? The CDC has made so many posters and you can just Google CDC posters about coronavirus and a bunch of things will come up. And do you like them? How would you do them differently? Could you do a better poster for the coronavirus or hand washing? That would be another one to Google hand washing posters and then homemaking. So some masks. My, I told you my friend Laura, she's sewing all these masks for everyone. And so is my sister-in-law, Claudia so sweet and such a necessary thing. And one of my favorite things that, it, you know, to do a unit study, I think in all this process, I've just stepped back and been so amazed at the Army Corps of Engineers. I mean, they are just miracle workers practically. And to see them set up a hospital, a field hospital or turn a building into a hospital, they are incredible. They do their work so thoroughly and so quickly. And they would be just a really neat study that it would be really fun to study how they do what they do, how they're trained and everything like that. So anyway, I've given you now four ideas to do a time capsule, keep a journal, become a news team and do a unit study. And when you come back, there'll be five more creative ideas so you can have a out of the box learning experience. And we will be right back. It's more fun to learn history in the kitchen. Cook and bake your way through time and add fun to history class with our history cookbooks. Ancient history cookbooks starts with Garden of Eden recipes and progresses until the time of Jesus in the Roman Empire. 
American History Cookbook begins with recipes from Native Americans and ends with American recipes from modern times. Eating food from the time period we're studying has been a hit in our house, especially with the boys. You can purchase Ancient History Cookbook and American History Cookbook at Amazon.com and PowerlineProd.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. Listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, welcome back. I'm so excited that we're talking about this because one of the things that I believe in is making negative things positive. And almost everything is a learning experience, including negative things. And so instead of looking at COVID-19 as a horrible, horrible thing, which if you're sick from it or you've lost someone from it, it is a horrible thing. And I am so sad for you. And it is a horrible thing around the world that it's hurt people. It's killed people. It's hurt the economy. People have lost their livelihood. So it is a terrible thing. And I'm not trying to make light of it. But the silver lining for us homeschooling families is we can use this as a learning experience. Guys, there is so much information out there. I mean, you don't even have to Google practically. You're just bombarded with it everywhere you go. So the sky is the limit. Anyway, I'm going into the next five things for an out-of-the-box learning experience with COVID-19. Number five is to make a scrapbook. So get out your fancy scissors, your cardstock, your scissors, and start cutting out photos and news clippings. And make sure that in the scrapbook you include photos of you FaceTiming friends and relatives. And don't forget to write captions under all the photos. I just, that's one thing that is super, super interesting to me is FaceTiming for Bible study or just last night I had a meeting with Laura and Mary. It's just so interesting. There's my friend I want to see in person, and she's in this tiny little box, but at least she's in a tiny little box, and I don't only hear her voice. So take a picture of that as a memory, you know, so that you can remember it and put it in your scrapbook. Um, number six is to create a picture book that explains the coronavirus pandemic to younger children. So, I mean, don't go into gory details or anything. Or a picture book about how to stay healthy could be something else. But creating a picture book, of course, is a very fun learning experience because you have to write to a child. And so you have to re-say things in the way that's clear and concise and a child can understand it. So it's a really good learning experience. And then also... Of course, you need illustrations. You can create them online. You can download pictures online, or you can do your own artwork. Number seven, make a dictionary. I mean, there are so many words that our children are hearing right now. Epidemic, pandemic, coronavirus, quarantine, immunologist. Wow. 
you know, what are all those things? And what's the difference between a rhinovirus and a coronavirus? So let them make a dictionary. What are all the words that are new that you're hearing over and over? And create your own little dictionary. Number eight is a roundtable discussion. Now, if you're old like me, you've seen <laughs> a TV show called Firing Line or The View of the McLaughlin Group. And they sit around and they talk about The View isn't old, it's new, but they talk about an issue and they all just share their opinion. And it's really fun if everybody has really different opinions and it gets a tiny bit heated, but it stays polite. It's not fun when people are rude and it's not fun when people all agree because you want to hear the different kinds of viewpoints. So if your whole family agrees on everything that's happening right now with COVID-19, it won't be very interesting. So some of them will have to pretend to really disagree. I mean, you could pick like everyone could be a governor and you could find out what that governor believes about everything and then have them sit around and discuss it or a mayor, famous mayor. Okay, so the roundtable discussion is number eight. And number nine is a fine arts project. Now, when we create a piece of art, we don't just express ourselves. We connect with the viewer or the listener. If you've written a song emotionally or a poem that's read aloud. So let your child come up with a painting or a drawing or a sculptor or a song or any kind of a story, anything like that, that is going to be able to express emotionally how they're viewing COVID-19 and it's a gift to other people because they can connect with them as they experience COVID-19. Now, what I want to tell you is I have a bonus for you. I have a 10th creative idea and it's something I made for you. It is a hundred page COVID-19 research journal and all the pages are bright and cheerful and colorful. There's several different sections, the basics, virus and immune system, the economy, the government, faith, family, fighting COVID-19 in the U.S., state research, country research. So it's got all these different research pages. You can print out what you need and the kids can research and fill it out and then you can put it together and make a keepsake notebook. You can purchase this on my website, powerlineprod.com or you can purchase it at Teachers Pay Teachers. So it's um, Powerline Productions is the, the publisher. I'm the, the author, Meredith Curtis, and the title is called The COVID-19 Research Notebook. Anyway, I hope it is a blessing to you, and I wish you all the best. And also, if you go to the show notes, you'll find a link that until the end of April, April 30th, we have a COVID-19 page, and we have made all of our resources, all of our printables, I mean, free. And so you can pick up bingo and sell worksheets and just a host of different things, sorting cards. And we hope that this will be a blessing to you. And we just want to say that we are praying for all of you listeners, all of our friends. We just hope and wish you the very best. God bless you and your family. See you next time.
Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.